0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink, this is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about the bystander effect. And this is something that many of us fall victim to, even if we don't realize it at times. Long story short, the bystander effect is when the greater presence of others discourages people to help victims in uncomfortable or dire situations. And oftentimes we think that the more people that are around us means the greater likelihood that we'll be helped in those dire situations. But that's just not true. Because when we have a greater group of people, social influence has a more significant impact on individuals than if they were the only ones witnessing something discomforting. So this idea was discovered by Latani and Darley in 1970. So one example of the bystander effect that sums this up is the case of Kitty Genovese. So she was a 28 year old woman who was killed outside of her apartment. It was found during this murder that dozens of witnesses were watching the scene and none of them called the police. And there might be moments where we're reading information about the bystander effect and think we would never be the one of the dozen. But think about how much we rely on social influence in our lives. Have you ever been in a situation in your life where you don't have any urge to drink alcohol when you're alone and all of a sudden you're out at a party, you got people drinking on your right, you got people drinking on your left, they're dancing and you feel like all eyes are on you because you are stone cold sober. And then you're like, you know what, I'll have a drink because everybody's doing it. Then all of a sudden, you're busting out dance moves that nobody should ever have to witness ever again. And this is the social influence at play. And this is very similar to what we're experiencing in these situations. Someone might be getting bullied or someone is hurt on the side of the road. And when we only have our own opinion to rely on, we can make decisions that focus on our own viewpoint because we're without that social influence. But... Then all of a sudden, when we see people aren't reacting to a crash that they heard outside or a fight that broke up between people, we begin to place value on their opinions over ours. We begin thinking, oh, they don't think anything of this, so we can proceed as usual. And all of a sudden, people who have a good moral compass begin to make decisions based on others' responses without even being aware that they're doing it. Now, how can we overcome this? Latan and Darley brought up five decision-making steps before they helped someone in the emergency. The first step is noticing the event. Certain moments where we feel distracted or we get in a hurry, we shut off the area of our mind that is open to noticing events as an emergency. Second is interpret that event as an emergency. When many people continue to act ignorant towards something that should be perceived as an emergency, this is called pluralistic ignorance. Third step. This is to assume responsibility. When we're in a group setting, sometimes diffusion of responsibility sets in. This is where we start to feel like we should play less of a role because there are more people around to pick up the slack. Fourth is to know the appropriate form of assistance. When we don't have the adequate amount of knowledge, we just aren't as competent as individuals. That makes total sense. As a result, even us trying to help someone might not be all that helpful because the help we're giving is inadequate. And lastly, implement decision. With these decisions comes the risk of endangering oneself. There might be legal concerns or even embarrassment. These costs are what shy people away from helping in emergency situations. And I fall short of this all the time, but this can be the difference of saving a person's life. Now, now that you have that five-step policy for the bystander intervention as discussed by these people, it's important to understand what the barriers are towards helping and understanding that if they don't help, someone else might not choose to help as well. And lastly, as they continue to state, understanding that we need to overcome our fears is an important part of growing and allowing ourselves to help others. So I encourage you to continue to become aware of the bystander effect so that you can avoid it and bring yourself to a place that stands up for others regardless of the social situation. So I hope you all took a lot away from this talk. If you want to reach me, my Instagram page is 19-Year-Old Train Podcast. My personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Take care.